You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another Revenge After Show, Season 3, Episode 16. No, I am not Roxy Stryer. I am Phil Svitek. I am apparently hosting because the girls are wearing blue and they just couldn't be separated. They had to be, if you're watching, they had to be in this one shot together because blue and blue match. I feel like you didn't have to tell everybody that, but yes, we did decide to sit next to each other because we are the girls in blue. I feel like we're so cute, and we didn't plan this. We, we just showed up in blue dresses, and how often do we wear blue dresses? Now, blue I, dresses, blue lights. We're some blue people. Um, blue, if I was green, I would die. Someone's, uh, the one yeah, thing you got, I can't get, Let's fix your mics. Wiggle it. Wiggle, wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle. There you go. Yeah. There you go. All right, we're ready to begin. <laughs> episode 16 called Disgrace. What an episode. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, so good. Yeah, we're getting some new characters, some new stuff going on. Um, revenge, like you said, Phil, picking up. I, sometimes, you know what I mean? I think I said it last episode, they're great at hitting the reset button, and then, you know. We're off to pick, the races. Yeah. And last week we hit the reset button, and today we're off. Um, let's start with, um, let's start with Voulet. Dude. Which, by the way, I want to open up with that. Because that's what it just—it just, it's just Thank rem- you, lady. It just reminds me of that the whole time. Um, can you introduce us? What the hell? I know. Can I, we start with that? I can't like really fully get into. Nobody this. knows who I even am right now. <laughs> Hello, Roxy Stryer. <laughs> Hi, Phil Speedek. And Anna Koppel for mayor. Hey, hey, Phil Speedek. Yeah. We're we're missing oh. the, the gallant uh, Sarah GGG. But she will be back eventually. I mean, I think she just really needs to be here because I miss her face. And Charlotte has been a little MIA in these episodes recently, which is why Sarah GGG, her twin, is probably MIA. Yeah, they're they're one the same. Yeah, um, yeah it's a good point that good. I... Yeah, mm-hmm. that's deep. That's deep. <laughs> um, there was a great thing I had about um, Voulet. That um, as we get into it, I'll probably remember again. But uh, let's let's talk about this. Um, you know, Conrad, uh, he's 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 got Pascal here, and Pascal's here more because of the daughter. So you know, uh, nobody really knows quite who's playing who just yet. Right. So just really quickly before we go any further, uh, some of you may know, some of you may not know. Uh, Pascal Lemarchal is that how you pronounce it? Lemarchal. Lemarchal. Uh, is played by Olivier Martinez, who is married to Halle Berry in real life. So I'm going to go ahead and say he's the luckiest man alive. Probably, yes. Although he's not too bad himself, so. He's very pretty. So uh, anyways, that's accent. just for you all to know. Um, what did you, what, you guys think of him? I mean, for so long it's been like, okay, you know, uh, Pascal, yeah. my father, my father, my father, this and that, and now we finally get him. Well, I want to go over a couple things because you're right. We don't know who's playing who, but here's what we do now. We do know that Margot went 
to Europe to bring her father back in order to muscle Conrad out of Vule, correct? And we know that Conrad wants to merge companies with Pascal, correct? Yes. yes. So they both want something from each other. Why can't we accomplish this? Well, because you spoke of um, Margot and Conrad, but Pascal has his own wants. Right. So. And then, again, there's that 20-year history. That's ooh, that, that's definitely something. Mystery history. Um, ooh, let's, talk about the, let's talk about the cooking of the books. Because I think, you know, in terms of the 20-year history, for me, um, they're... Uh, Trying to get rid of the buzzing as desperately as we can. I'm really trying to. We're gonna take <laughs> ten seconds to get rid of the buzzing. Everyone, everyone, fix your mind. Um, I'm gonna keep talking because I don't think it's mine. But I, I basically just want to <laughs> discuss Pascal as a human being and whether we trust him at all or not, and if he's as bad of a guy as Conrad is. Were you guys just multitasking and listening to me? Yep. Do we think Pascal is as bad of a guy as Conrad? Is he on that level? Because we know, I know we have to talk about cooking the books, but I'm just him as a character. We don't trust anybody new on the show, but in my opinion, we especially don't trust him. I, I don't trust Pascal. If he's been going at it with Conrad and Victoria for 20 years, I mean, he's he's down in the gutter with them for sure. Okay. I mean, I give him credit because, you know, it seems like Pascal never wanted the deal in the first place you know he he vetoed a deal 20 years ago and it, he's still vetoing but it looks like he's got his hands tied in in this letter whatever that may be i don't know his daughter called him an evil man yeah that happened okay but that's for in in her perspective it's not to the extent that she thinks it is it's just like okay my father doesn't trust me okay but the thing is is that when i i have said some really nasty things to my parents in my day that i'm like not proud of but i think like the worst thing that i've ever said in like a heated moment is that you know that i i hate you yeah i hate you don't but i've never said i don't think anybody okay. says you're but evil it, yeah. let's I, let's take it point. in an isolated con like again let's forget it for a moment if if your father is writing off your company that apparently is losing that much money it's you know you could consider him a good father of like okay that's your hobby great i'll continue to pay for it. I don't think that's really what it was. I think that he's benefiting from this. I don't think it is 100% just trying to help his daughter out. It was a little confusing. Let's yeah. break it down. Um, so what we have is we, we know Margot thought that Voulet was making money. Uh, she thought that they were in the black. Turns out that uh, somehow by the time it gets to Pascal's accountants, they're in the red and they're losing a million a, a quarter. Million a quarter. That's four million a year. Right. So I think what we're a little confused about is what's actually happening is are the books that are with the accountants of Pascal the right books or the ones that Margot's been seeing the right books? Is Vule actually making money or are they actually losing money? I think they're actually losing money. Right. Which I. Because that's what, that's what Conrad, what prompted them initially to start the investigation right. is. He. Go but ahead. if they're actually losing money, then what is Pascal gaining from this? Well, we know he's using it as a tax write-off. So is he actually able to use it so much that he's making money by losing money? Could be. I mean, I, I've heard of that before. He said something. Conrad said something like uh, indulging your daughter uh, right. while 
something something so while using it as tax right while using it as a write-off right and and you know phil i think you said you don't know that the, all the tax laws in europe neither do <laughs> France i specifically yeah but uh but yeah sometimes that makes sense it's there's some sort of shysty yeah. way to yeah it's just such a really hard moment for margo because you think you've created this company from the ground up and you think you're doing well and actually making money and then not only do you find out that you are in fact losing millions of dollars but your daddy was the one covering it up you know and she's the whole thing is trying to be depend, uh, independent so must have been a really tough moment for her I, I think the bigger play though is um, you know there's 20 year history when he said that line I think it's time to Conrad because I think Conrad you know used to cook the books for Grace and Global and you know Pascal picked that up from him. That's my theory. Well, I don't know, though, because Conrad said that he hired a, a forensic accountant. A forensic yeah, well, I don't think, I don't think you know, I don't think uh, Con- Conrad is good at cooking books, but I don't think he's going to sit there and, you know, spend hours on end looking through the, to find it. You know what I mean? Like, there's people that can do that for Conrad, i.e. this forensics guy. Right. All right. I so I just think that we have to keep our eye open for him and... The weirdest part about it all is that the only thing Pascal wants is for Comrade to pimp out Victoria to him. What the, what's going on there? I mean, first off, how I love when anytime like pimping like this sort of happens, only because I say that jokingly because it's funny to me. Like, okay, yeah, like they're a property because they're clearly just going to go for this, right? Who's they? The, the woman, because yeah. I've seen this scenario in t- countless TV shows and movies. Oh, you mean Victoria's going to go for this? Yeah. Because clearly when she, she accepted the Dolce & Gabbana uh, dress, nice little plug for them, she had that, <laughs> that, that line just didn't mean anything of like, this dress can touch my body, but you won't be so lucky or whatever You'll she said. You'll never be so lucky. What, what happened with them in the past? Um, we are, get a little bit here and there tonight. We know that he wants her, that at one point she was swooning for him. Um, I joked about this, but I, I really don't want this. I, I can't have Margot be Victoria's daughter. I don't think it's happening. No. And I, well, what I understand, what I got from that is that perhaps like Victoria and Pascal were dating and He Conrad, introduced. Right. And then Conrad swooped in and, and took her. Here's the thing though. And. It was really interesting because for the first time, I really like I really liked Margot. In the I know me too, which was weird. And because I think she and Pascal had really good chemistry, um, and I think that was the thing. But I don't, I didn't get that Pascal was like interested in Victoria at all. I just did not. I didn't get. What do you guys? Say? You mean by his acting or by the words? By his acting, he just there was nothing in like the eyes or the the body that seemed like he was. Victoria is the crown jewels of the Hamptons. Well, uh, I think but he lives in Paris. I think it's probably hard as an actor when you aren't getting scripts so many weeks ahead. Um, you know, he doesn't know what's happening next. He doesn't even probably know yet if his own character is full of baloney or whether he actually likes her or what uh, it seems to me like he does have a strong crush on her based on the words but i do see what you're saying it wasn't like fireworks no yeah you didn't get like a sense of oh this is like she was being very standoffish though so when you're not giving somebody anything to work with then maybe that's why but i i do know what you mean you're not going cray. Did you to his know? credit, he's French, so they have a <sighs> different way. No, I'm, I mean, well, Germans are the worst at showing emotion. Oh, yeah? And so are the Russians, but, you know. Relevant. 
Thank you. No, I'm to serious. Our German and Russian audience, we really appreciate you. I'm serious. Okay. But I'm. How? Okay. On a related, like, how many times does Roxy try to give me a hug? I'm like, mm, don't give me a hug. It's just not the way Europeans show affection. I'm Russian. Clearly. I am. Okay. Just like multi generational. I'm a quarter anyway, Russian. Uh, the point being, I, I don't know. You guys apparently I'm the worst at spotting this, the, the, the look or whatever we've debated. The look. But um, I believe, I don't know. I, I think past, his actions at the very least show that he loves her or wants her. I don't oh. know. I don't know if he loves her, loves her. I don't know. Is it because he brought her that dress? It's an expensive dress. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah but Nothing they're all friends with the designers and whatnot, so it's no problem. It at could all. have just been alone. It could have been alone if they were all friends. Yep, they overnighted it. That's an expensive thing to do when you're across seas. seas. Yeah. Um. So, where do we? I mean, in terms of this plan, um, I guess we can kind of save it for predictions. But wh- what do you think this merger is going to mean between Conrad and? And Pascal. It's just power, growing so much power. But now you now you have Margot and and Daniel kind of siding again, which we haven't you know what it's been like two three weeks since right. we saw that and how how is that going to affect what's going on? Uh, I think that well we're gonna see for once and for all who has the power. The kids, which generation is it? You know, is it their time to rise or? Our daddy's still gonna whoop their butts. What did Pascal mean to, when he told Jack, "I like a self-made man"? Was that a dig at Jack and Margot? No. Why? Because he's not. A, Jack's not a self-made man. He is. He has like his own bar. It's just not very successful. But it's not his bar. It's his dad's bar. It's still like family. Ah, uh, yeah. No, I don't. I think, think that was a dig. was a dig. I don't think so. I think that was a dig. Well, agree to disagree, baby. Well, but he, Buzz but TV. He's, he's no Daniel Grayson, you know. Okay, I understand that. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> why are you laughing? I'm just saying. You scribble the. Thing. We need some energy. All right, let's get, let's, let's talk about up. Emily's plan. Okay, the new plan. Okay. Uh, weird. Uh, blackout. Emily is out. Um, and now did we have. You, a, did you just do the out out out? out. Out. So now I wouldn't want you to ump my game. Like <laughs> but now Daniel wants her out as well, uh, and he's, he's got the pictures. Her. Yeah, yeah. And uh, apparently, I don't know. I don't know what the sum was going to be, but it, millions of dollars on the table here for the settlement. Mm-hmm. So wait, hold on. Though I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, you're fine. I thought that the Graysons were broke, and where? Are no, they? we got the money back. Remember, because in the box of gold that they found that Emily had of theirs. No. Yeah, we got it back. Okay. Yeah, they got it. Emily. Money. Emily gave We're the good. money back. We're okay. good. We she sold. We liquidated some, some assets. Okay. You know, we they right. walked into a room about. with like blocks of gold, and she set it up for them. I don't really remember why. We sold one right. painting, made like forty million on it. We're okay. good. We're good. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I remember the selling of the paintings. I don't remember a box of gold. There was no. It was a whole room of gold. Are you sure? Yeah. You're not Unless I'm thinking of another TV show, because I do do a no. lot of shows here. No, it was. It, we're good. It wasn't. We can safely say, for purposes. Grayson's are back to, you know, they may not have billions of dollars anymore, but we're in like half a million range. It wasn't like a pirate or, or, show that you were watching? It no. wasn't a show about pirates? No. Okay. Yarg. All right. What was the original <laughs> point being that uh, she, Emily is now offered some of this? Right. 
but not uh, but, anymore. But it's actually a test to see if Emily's after the money or the family, and she's clearly after the family. It's just interesting now watching Victoria catch on. Like, wait, it's so weird that she lives in her uh, in Amanda's house, and wait, it's so we, you know, she's she's putting the pieces together, um, and she knows something's up, and that's going to make Emily's life a lot harder. Yeah, but you always, I mean, eventually this was going to have to happen. Of course. And now it's going to be, it's going to be more interesting seeing how they're going to play off of it. I mean, in terms of the uh, the pregnancy thing, it was just perfect mm-hmm. in terms of how it played out. You know, now Emily's making those calls and maneuvering her way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are we talking about the pregnancy thing now? Well, that's part of her entire plan. Yeah. You know, uh, and we'll talk about Jack Nolan and Javier as well later. But in terms of Emily, I don't know how this benefits her just quite yet. But well, she needed the breakup to be public. She said, "Yeah, it's just interesting that she planted it." I kind of knew after watching this show for three seasons that she was the one who leaked it, um, not Victoria. So, but it's interesting Charlotte was in on it. Oh, right. Charlotte wasn't in on it. She mentioned that she said she, I ha- I hated to use Charlotte as in like she t- she tipped it off to okay. Charlotte and knew that Charlotte was gonna you know, um, no Charlotte's totally Team Daniel. Mm-hmm. They are siblings after all. Okay. Speaking of Charlotte, Charlotte's gonna get a little love in her life soon. Spoiler! 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 Um, one of our new characters on the show, not Pascal. Not Pascal. His name is Javier. And supposedly that is Charlotte's new little love thing. So I know fans were kind of confused after the leaving of Declan and didn't know whether they wanted her with somebody. And then Charlotte went through a little lesbian period and now she's back and she's hot. I guess she's into bad boys these days. He's not bad. I mean, he's a, he's a smart bad boy. He, yeah, he's like a Nolan only. Yeah. He's so hot. So Except he writes in C++. Who does that? I mean, <laughs> honestly, binary. <laughs> but I, I wonder how involved he's going to get in this revenge agenda. Um, well, let's let's go back to Daniel and Victoria because, I, you know, this is the first time in a while that we're seeing them to te- really team up and be on the same page. I mean, you might, depending on your definition, you might even go back as far as season one. Who on the same page? Daniel and Victoria. I don't think so. They just aren't on the same page for very long together, but they've been on the same page. Uh, he just gets more evil and more evil by the day. Some like I, I, he freaks me out. You know, but he's what, not very smart with his evil. Go ahead. I, I'm really uh, sorry that I don't know the the person's name, but uh, you know, one of our Listeners mentioned on YouTube, I think it was YouTube, uh, that they think it's a total cop out of the writers to make Daniel this bad. So because this way we don't, we want Emily with Jack, you know, Aiden's out of the picture, and right. so to make Daniel this evil, it's you know easy for us as an audience to be like, yeah, get out of there, like we hate him now, be with Jack. Um, and I think that's such a valid point that um, really, yeah, I, I really do. I think because it was. It was like a struggle for us before. Like, man, Daniel's such a good guy. Like, but I think just, this is naturally where Daniel. Like, think of what this guy's gone through, and and to find out. I mean, he, I can see why he. To find out that she lied about the pregnancy, um, <clears throat> and you know it wasn't his fault, but you know Victoria ruined him. Where uh, well, Sarah came into her, his life, 
right before the wedding and all these things. And so it's just that. It, oh yeah, where's Sarah? This she's gone. She's gone forever. She's gone. Um. So this just seems like a natural progression for Daniel. Is that like? He's just getting ruined by this family. Why did Patrick leave? Because he was turning evil. No, but I think it's more enticing when... Remember when there was a little bit of sincerity to the fact that Emily was married or was going to marry Daniel? She didn't know whether he was all good. He wanted to be this writer, and, and we still poet. didn't know, and he he was a poet. Right. And I kind of... It, it tore at my heartstrings or pulled at my heartstrings a little more because... I didn't want her, him to be the collateral damage. Now, I don't care if she smushes him because he's an ass. But I, I liked the fact that I didn't really know if I could fully root for Emily because Daniel was... But I've always predicted that he was going to be collateral damage. Yeah, but now I don't care because he's an ass. Yeah, I think... Hence, he's already the damage. No, but if he was a great guy... He and would he rise was... above it? Is that what you're saying? No, no. What? No, I'm saying if he was a great guy, then I would feel bad for him. And it, it would it would make me more conflicted. But he's not, so I don't care that she's tearing apart this family. Yeah, I think it would be more interesting and uh, just more uh, emotionally challenging if Daniel remained a good guy. And I think that would be... And he proved himself thing. to be good despite how he was raised. Despite the fact that he's a Grayson. Despite what Emily's done to him. Right. Hey, I mean, these are valid points. I disagree with them, but fair enough. <laughs> After Buzz TV. Uh, I, 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 you know, I, I think it's just the natural progression of how he's going to go. Um, I mean, again, it's why Patrick left, is he saw him. He had wherewithal to know that what is going on here is not good. Yeah, because I, Patrick's a good guy. And, and yes. But Daniel can't leave because he's not a good guy. Where is he going to go? Europe? Anywhere? Yeah. yeah, he did that. Been there, done that, fool. Um, clearly that worked out. So, but, but what I do like is uh, now we're really pitting Victoria versus Emily. And in some strange way, Conrad and Emily continue to get closer. Yeah, because Conrad doesn't care. He's like, he's so degaff about the whole situation. Like, yeah, he hates his family, kind of. <laughs> yeah. But it's a, it's a great, you know, the conversation they had, and he's reminiscing about Stevie, and he's really spilling his guts. Whose real name is Stephanie Pruitt. Yep. Yes. We, we do find out. Wait, is that her real name, or that's just the name she used to go to visit David Clark? No, that that's her name, Stephanie Pruitt. Stevie Grayson, Stephanie Stevie Grayson, obviously. Got it. Because Conrad. Got it. So, um, so yeah, so it seems like he has some sort of regret over their marriage. And what is it that he did to her at the... Conrad likes... Conrad has regret over any woman that kind of leaves him. Yeah, like we see that with Lydia. Um, oh, right. That's right. He set her up with the DUI. It was a big deal. Yeah. He yeah. set her up with the DUI because she was on to him about uh, David, Clark. David Clark. Yeah. Okay, so maybe that's what Pascal's referring to, too. So let's get back to the plan and the evidence. Yeah, so in terms of Stevie, she's you know uh, we'll backtrack in a minute when we talk about Jack. But in, in terms of um, the evidence, you know Stevie and Emily kind of work it out. Great scene because Emily wasn't really giving her much. I thought I was wondering how she was going to play it off in terms of how much she's going to reveal to to Stevie and whatnot. And I I like that she didn't right. and was able to get what she needed. If we know nothing else, it's that Stevie is smart. She she's with it and she's mm-hmm. picking things up. 
and you're not nothing's going under the radar with her. You know, lawyers are you know great at researching. At, mm-hmm. The good ones. The good ones are great at researching and building and you know an argument and using logic skills. You know, I don't <laughs> really understand how Conrad could have set her up with a DUI though. He knows like, a guy. Oh, so they lied. She wasn't actually drinking. He lied about what she blew. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. I That's thought I thought easy. you meant like. He made the cop pull her over, but that she really blew that. But I get it now. Yes. I'm a little slow sometimes, guys. No worries. Yeah. That's why we're here to discuss it. Yeah. Um, yeah. She said she never drank and drove, drove right. because you get disbarred for that. Right. And she did. She did get disbarred. She drank and drove, just not never together. Right, right, yeah. Um. So, okay, in terms of the letter... um. Something something. Um, DC for David Clark. TWM. What is TWM? Tomorrow we Will. monetize. <laughs> Monopolize. Yeah, I don't know. Tomorrow we murder. Maybe. <laughs> murder sounds good. You never know on the show. So we're, bum, bum, bum. um you know, I, today was Monday. I got some sound effects of me. I like, uh, you know, I like how Stevie's kind of helping Monday, out. Just FYI, <laughs> yeah, today, today was Monday. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna say every time I sign off something with you guys, like an email or in person, TWM, uh, TWM, buzz you later. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So relevant to the discussion. It is it getting is. late. <laughs> I'm sure our fans don't really care. It, actually, considering uh, right now, it is. No longer Sunday because of the time. TWM. TIM. Today is Monday. While we're kind of off subject, let's take this opportunity to tell you about. It's not TWM, but it is CMM called Chasing Maria Menounos. It is a brand new TV show. CMM. CMM. It's a. It's it's stars Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro. Who that? Our founders of AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> Fans are going to hate this episode. You realize this? No, they, uh, what? No, they I'm just, won't. I'm just saying. Fans won't. People who don't like Fans, us already. I'm trying. I'm trying. This is why Roxy should host because it keeps her in self-check. I can keep myself in check even as a co-host. I'm sorry. Are you Please calling me a crappy co-host? Maria, can we hear more about Maria's show? Maria's show <laughs> airing Tuesday nights on Oxygen, 10 9 Central. Uh, of course, that's at night. Um, it's, it's PM. Got, PM. It's got great uh, cameos by me. Yeah, you actually, might see so, some of her it, it, it is amazing. In the first episode, you do see a second of Phil. And I'm like, hi, Phil. Um, and, of course, we cover the after show here, which is awesome. That's what's And you know what? Speaking of monetizing, that helps in some weird, like, third-degree monetize here at After Buzz. So definitely check that out. It's I feel- not really that third-degree. I mean, there are bosses, and they make money from that. And this is their company. So they put their money they make from that into it here. There yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so definitely check it out. And and whereas I, you know, you guys are fans of um, Revenge, I think this this is a slightly different, but I think you guys will enjoy it nonetheless. So once again, Oxygen Tuesday nights, ten nine Central. Check it out if you it, haven't done so. It is really interesting. I mean, <laughs> gotta check it out. I uh, go Roya. I watched. I watched uh, the first episode, and you know, for those of you who are just fans of AfterBuzz, I mean, it's definitely like an inside look at the founders of AfterBuzz. So. I think it's really cool. I think it's. I think you're on to something. I think. And like revenge, you know, revenge is a little bit later, and it's sex here. 
There's some definitely sexy stuff. Ooh, our bosses. I'm there. just saying. I'm just Mom saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, back to back to the show. Um, let's talk about Jack and Stevie uh, specifically and their growing relationship. Um, yeah, I thought that was interesting how full circle Jack came with this. He didn't want Stevie to help Emily at all, and then by the end, he was really pushing Stevie and himself helping Emily, uh, which was a very quick turnaround. Well, I think ultimately it makes sense. He said, you know, this isn't just about – this is for Declan. This is for Amanda, Amanda, Emily, whatever. So here's the thing. It's – it's you can either – they're going to – because the ironic part is that Conrad's going to continue to destroy Jack's life no matter what in some weird way. And especially especially if he's getting into business with Margot's father – and he's dating Margot. Ultimately, it's only going to hurt him. Doesn't matter though, because Jack and Margot are not Endgame. Jack and Emily are Endgame. Okay, but he don't know that. Yeah, I know that he doesn't know that, but that makes him a little less smart than I am, uh, because I know that. And I, the only problem I'm having with Margot right now is that we're building her up, and I know that she's got to be gone at some point. Okay, but but Shoot. let's 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 take this episode. No, I from, I, from the from an intrinsic. I know, I know, but I think that what's happening Jack. is subconsciously Jack's realizing that his love for Emily is greater than anything else, and that he's also seeking revenge now. So he's saying nobody can be collateral damage, but he's very well aware that it might happen. Okay, I'll I'll I will buy that argument. Is there a chance that Margot is in on taking down? Her dad or Emily? No, no, no chance. No, she's she's so. I feel her emotions about what Pascal is doing to her are genuine. If Margot was trying to take down Emily, that is one sneaky bitch. Here's the thing: I, well, I don't think that's she, why I, I hate her so much. Maybe that's like why there's a vibe and there's not chemistry between them because she's just that'd be a her weird twist. Here's the thing: I think. I I uh I don't think that's the case currently, but her and Daniel working together could lead to something like that. Well, I don't understand Daniel's such a weak person. The fact that like he was fired like two days ago, and <laughs> more like four, but all right, whatever. He was fired like a week ago, right? Pretty much, or a month ago. It was not that long ago, and she's like, "You want to work with me?" And he's like, "Yeah, I do." I'm in a fighting mood. Yeah, I Daniel, mean, when are you not in a fighting mood, honey? And like you know, partner up with somebody who didn't just fire you. Like, have yeah. To some be fair, it's not really her fault. Yeah, he's probably more pissed at Conrad about it. So, yeah. Well, still. I don't well, know. I do see what you're saying. I just, I don't. Know. But I, I, I do think you know that's a obviously a dangerous combination because now you have a female partner and a male partner of a female partner and a male partner of the good guys versus the bad guys. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. now we got some weird stuff going on. Yeah, but I, I find that when people partner together, one either pulls the other up or one pulls the other down. And I have a feeling that Daniel's going to pull Margo down, not Margo pulling Daniel up. And I think that's very correct. And while Jack is trying to pull Emily up, you know, the, the two will yeah. clash. Oh, yeah. I think they're going to be like a dynamic duo. I'm so excited. Which two? Emily and Jack. Oh yeah, that absolutely. But Emily and Jack are on the up and up, and Margot and Daniel are on the what's the opposite of up and up? Down and down? <laughs> is that a real question? <laughs> I mean, is that do is people that say a, that? No, they don't. Say They're that. on the down and down. Uh, yeah, right, well, I'm going to say it. They're um, on the down and down. You know what I mean? I know. I get what you mean. But 
I mean, ultimately, ulti- I just, you know, I'm really worried because I think it's going to mess up what, what Jack and Emily do have going. TWM. And, you know, in terms Ooh. of you talking about how, so how Margo and Jack break up, I think this is the start of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you thought, yeah, I do think that this is the start of it. You told me that it was irrelevant because we were talking about tonight's episode alone, but as you can see, it is relevant. We've that- come full circle. I take it back. <laughs> yeah. This episode, a lot of it did come full circle and, and, I think that this definitely is going to be, you know, where the down and down begin. And speaking about how Jack kind of is coming into his own, I mean, him doing that uh, recon work, might as well, not necessarily recon work, but intelligence. Intelligence. Yeah. Uh, you know, he looked a big good. step up for him. Yeah. $10. So he got a new haircut. He went the super cuts. So you know, he got his. Dude. Yeah. Did he get his haircut with Nolan? Yeah. Did probably. they go together? They are more becoming more friends. Yeah. Okay. So. Now. Ten dollars, you said. If we could remember, not just the code. Not to, okay. First off, can you guys even remember the code? I wrote it down. Okay, so what's the code? L three nine nine three five. And what is the reasoning behind? Um, are that you code? sure it's not six? <laughs> well, yeah, he's like get through seven just in case you misread it. So there's that. There's that. So um, what was the what what? The reasoning why how the numbers correspond with September. Yes. Something. Through June. Through June, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they corresponded with dates. We know that. They did. And it was some Classic. Code, and it was some code that yeah. Javier was just laughing about. So Javier is brought into the whole picture. Or he brings himself into the whole picture. And we all kind of looked at each other like, should we know this guy? No, don't. Are we bothered at all by the fact that in the last couple episodes, we've gotten Stevie, we've gotten Pascal, and we've gotten Javier, and none of them look like they're leaving anytime soon? I don't mind. I like it. You like that we have three new characters within the last couple episodes of Revenge? We lost Nico. Aiden's in Bermuda. Um, <laughs> He's back next week, though. Um, but we lost Patrick. And we lost Patrick. And we lost Lydia again. Yeah, so you know what I mean? We we lose three, we bring in three. Yeah, but we know when Revenge does this, they're bringing in characters just to lose them so that we don't have to lose any of our cores. But you know what? That's good for actors in L.A. Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, how it happened to be one of them. It's so become, it's yeah. Become, yeah, see, you should definitely be going on revenge audition. Yeah, yeah. It could be like I could uh, have been cast in Javier's part. Revenge could be like oh. uh, L.A.'s Law and Order. You know what I mean? Just like new people every week. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It, it I have. like it. I like it. No, I, I like. I'm liking these characters. Me too. I, I have been. See, I would be annoyed by it if they were really. Because remember, uh, sometimes it, like it, Sarah. It, oh, I hate. Or like that. Emily's uh, foster brother. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but. Oh, he was so bad. <laughs> he was, but but we but I really like these characters. I'm not. I I'm into it. Yeah, and they, I love they, they have fun. Not not only they're good actors, but they also serve a fun purpose. But it's yeah. so weird to think about if you were, um, you know, because we do this all the time where you binge watch a show. So if you were binge watching Revenge right now and you were starting on season one, episode one, and then you looked at one of these episodes, you wouldn't know half the cast. That's fair enough, but. I, I, what I like is, you know, Nolan, Nolan's been good, but he, you know, I haven't built that fire in him. Mm-hmm. And now he wants to code. He wants to get his own patent things going. So I like how he doubled up as a business meeting while uh, Jack's getting mm-hmm. the archives. And, y- you know, now he's got Javier to help him write. Of course, you know, Javier will do in C++. Then Nolan will transcode it into binary. Um, yeah. I don't know if this is a love interest because, you know, Nolan goes from guy to girl. We, we just had a guy. I don't know if the, now we and, have to swing the no, other way. No, we know way. he's going to Charlotte. Yeah. 
Oh, Javier is. Yeah. 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 That um, doesn't mean Javier's not by. But it was weird because uh, if you guys remember, we gave news and gossip very early on in the season that Nolan was supposed to have somebody come into his life, um, into his love life. And I think that maybe... That meant Patrick, didn't it? Yeah, I think that maybe Patrick is the only one of the season. So He seemed to be like really serious about Patrick. Yeah. I think that maybe this has nothing to... I know that this has nothing to do with that, but I think that maybe Nolan's on the love life um, down and down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think Nolan gets into love too fast. He we just lost Padma, and then Patrick came in. We were a little hot and heavy right off the bat for that. He has a really big heart, and he just wants love. I love Nolan, Gabriel man. Heart, heart. Yeah, come see us, Nolan. Yeah, but Winky Gabriel face man. emoji. I think he's got to take it slow, you know. Hearts in the Like eyes. double date with you... Emily or something. You yeah, know? Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's Keep stay. it loose. Oh, yeah, that wouldn't be weird at all. Yeah, I don't know. No, not him with. I know, but just like. Can you just picture Emily out to dinner with it like the full? Let's just go on a double date. Let's take a break from our river agenda and go on a double date. Yeah, it could happen. She doesn't take a night off. No. Um, What do you guys think of Javier overall? He's uh, that he was hot and interesting, and I think that it's funny when anytime anybody like goes to jail for doing something kind of nerdy. I think, uh, yeah, I think he's hot and interesting. I also think he has like a sense of entitlement and an arrogance that is. He's um, a loose cannon. Yeah, he could yeah. be a helpful loose cannon, but a right loose depends which way he's pointed. Boom. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> I'm just coming up with him on the spot, you know, yeah. killing the oh. game. We don't rehearse, before, you know. It's like I do in my bedroom oh. in front of the mirror. <laughs> TWM. Okay. Down down, uh, anyway. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, we should have. Um, everybody should tweet at us throughout the week what they think TWM is. So please tweet at us with hashtag TWM. Oh yeah. I mean, honestly, it's more of an Instagram thing. That's okay too. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you know how they had the Hamptons killer, and that was a big thing. I think TWM for me, honestly, is much more important, much more bigger oh. than who is the Hamptons killer. Yeah. No. TWM. That was missed marketing. And um, yeah. R.I.P. Throne was great. Rip <laughs> Throne. <laughs> that was uh, a good one. Yeah. Um. Anything else you guys want to talk about tonight's episode? I know we kind of uh, were all over the map, but uh, I, I feel for the most part we kind of covered everything. What about just Jack's one-liner? There ain't no dates. <laughs> there ain't no dates. <laughs> what? what did he say that? I, oh, <laughs> with all the well, he's pissed because there's no dates on the videos. Oh yeah. There ain't no dates. <laughs> what show am I watching right now? <laughs> okay, Jack. Well, uh, you know, he's, you know, that was all. He's not. He's not a. He's not a hacker, so he's not going to know of like. Okay. Carry on. Um, not not carrying. Oh. Throwback. I loved I loved Throwback. Nolan that meeting of like Sunday you know Monday. our time is precious. And he's like I can afford you. Boom. Yeah, but like, can that. you imagine being the lawyer in that room? I'd be like, f you. Yeah, I don't want to do business with that guy <laughs> for sure, but I want to be that guy. Who's oh yeah, like I can afford you. Why? I, I just I want to how can I make that kind of money? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be we like, are right. paid the big bucks here for sure. So you know, one day, lies. <laughs> I'd totally be like, if that was my clan, I'd be like, hey, okay, you know, hey, yeah. you need forty minutes, we'll be back in an hour. Yeah, yeah, we, well, you know, yeah, we, we'll be, okay, we'll okay, run good. the clock. Yeah. yeah, put it on my black card. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, any other news and gossip that we didn't kind of insert into the show? And nope. nope. So predictions, <laughs> it is. Ah, uh, no. You guys want to gamble? You want to take a gamble? Okay, we didn't quite talk about this, but tonight 
you know how I, I feel like this is the it's it's borrowing off the CW format in the sense that every week we have to have some sort of party. Yeah, we couldn't get a party this week, so we went to the opera. opera. Right. I hate the opera. And just FYI. And it was how Even Jam- Pagliacci. Okay, so Roya, can you cancel that reservation that I made for us next weekend? Continue. Aww. Anyway, but which we didn't talk about. <laughs> I mean, because here's the thing: it was so dramatic with the opera swelling and Emily running down the stairs. Oh, she looked so beautiful, and it was such a beautiful dress. And it was like Cinderella. It was running like Cinderella. Home. Yeah, it was exactly like that. I was like, when is she going to lose her shoe? I did think it was a little unnecessary to start the episode with that, though. Like that. One second we always kind of bookend it, though. Yeah, I just don't really... Unless it's something... Cr- I don't know. I just didn't... I, Fair enough. It wasn't... The point being, okay. next week, we couldn't get a party together, so we go gambling. No, oh, I think that the, it was a gambling party. Yeah. Okay, but... you, you know, I, I get your point. Clearly, though. we need to go sure, gambling. Yeah. I'll let the transition slide, yep. But mm-hmm. it, it's it's much like... um um who, There's that movie about, um, about the devil... Ocean's Eleven. No. <laughs> if you let me talk, I will explain. Devil Wears Prada. No, <laughs> there's that movie. It's a black and white movie. It's um, I forget the um, the director, but it's it's Wizard basically it's it's that was not black and white. Heaven and Hell basically <laughs> play a game of chess. Like literally, they play a game of chess for like lives and things like that. And that's what it reminds me of. Harry Potter. No. <laughs> You'd have to go to the Criterion se- Bobby section. Searching for- I don't think Harry Potter is in the Criterion section. No, just yet. but they Bobby do play Fisher? the game of chess for lives. Okay, that's that's. Are these that- our predictions? I'm so <laughs> sad and confused right now. These are not. Pre- I'm trying to get to the point of it because uh, how symbolic that they're playing f- what it, what appears to be their lives through luck and chance. Mm-hmm. It's gambling. That's but clever. Think, I like where you're going with this. It's because it's, okay. There's that one shot, literally Victoria with her curled hair. By the way, they all have curled hair. It's like big and frizzy. Yeah, and you have Emily versus what her. What was the theme of this party? Gambling. Yeah, but they're like, mu- bad hair day. Yeah, I don't know. Like uh, I don't know. What's probably the... like the 20s, and they like. Yeah. No, no, no. When girls. when was like Vegas's heyday? When did when did the show right Vegas now. take yeah. place? The show. The show on CBS yeah, Vegas yeah. I don't that know. was canceled oh. after one season, but and it's that was like the start of the heyday. I don't know, 80s. Some I would say 70s, late 70s maybe. Whatever. So maybe they're dressed like the late 70s. Okay. We see Dan. We see right. Jack like being like his <laughs> eyes are just popping. Yeah, and then Daniel uh, talks to Charlotte about how he wants to take Emily down. Mm. I mean, I think Charlotte's the only good Grayson left, so. Oh no, she's she's on board to like. I'm nervous about it, but once Wait. Charlotte finds out that Emily's her sister, which is gonna happen eventually, yep. we've got five episodes left. Sure. So we've got you know we'll see how this kind of ends. Uh, well, I predict, that, that will happen. I predict that too. I predict that Stevie's gonna be the one to tell Charlotte that Emily is her sister. Ooh, good prediction. Um, I predict that Stevie ends up remaining an ally. I think that uh, she's on our team. I really like Stevie. I think I like where this is going. Me and, too. Uh, cool twist. So yeah, not very uh, conclusive things here, but you know we'll see. Aiden's back, so um, we're we're certainly going to be back. So until next Sunday, this is us signing off. Roxy, where can the people find you? You can find me at Roxy Stryer. You can follow me at Copple for Mayor K O P P E L F O R M A Y O R. And thank you guys for uh, writing in your comments. You guys have, uh, you guys are some of the greatest fans. So continue to support us. You're the best. Us. We love you. Um, 
Yeah, so follow us here at AfterBuzz TV on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And, of course, check out Chasing Maria Menounos Tuesdays at on Oxygen, 10-9 Central. And we'll be back for Revenge next week. TWM. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 